Thank you for joining the Bevel Talk, Season 8, Episode 1, Talking TIG Welding, one of the highest quality beads in the industry. Today we're talking with special guests Mark Snyder from A&B Process Control and Mark Cadillac from Miller's TIG Division. Let's get right into it. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Bevel Talk. Thanks for joining us today. Um, it's my pleasure to be here with Mark Cadillac from Miller Electric's TIG business and Mark Snyder from A&B Process Systems. Guys, thanks for joining us. How are you doing this morning? Good. Doing great. Good. Good. So today's going to be unique. Mark is a 40-plus year veteran of Miller Electric. We're going to be talking with Mark Snyder about some of our business processes and some of what he's been doing in welding. I'm going to just call you Caddy, all right? That That's way I don't, fine. We've got That's, two Marks here. So, yeah. Caddy, it take it away. Easier, let's, let's teach me something about TIG welding. Uh, well, I guess uh, it's the hardest process to learn, you know, and, and that's one of the difficulties with this process. Uh, it, it takes a lot of training for people to, to develop this skill uh, for TIG welding, and uh, it's probably the highest quality welding you can possibly do. Okay. So, Mark, tell me, how did you get involved in welding in general, and then especially TIG welding? Well, it started when I was working at a cheese factory, and a friend of mine worked at A&B Process as an engineer. And um, he had mentioned to me that I should put an application in at A&B Process Systems to become a welder. So I went in, applied, got the job, started off being trained because I didn't weld before this time. Okay, so, wow, that was your first actual experience in welding was getting yeah. trained on. That's that's fantastic. Um that happens more often than we think I, uh, today, but it's still fairly rare. Caddy, how did you get involved in welding? Well, I, I, I had no intention of doing this, <laughs> to tell you the truth. But uh, back in the early 70s, you know, you could pretty much go anywhere and get a job. And Miller Electric was hiring, and uh, I just happened to go there and apply and, and get, get hired. And uh, about a year into it, I got the opportunity to start welding, and it was actually in the MIG process. And I did that in manufacturing for about six years. Uh, then I moved into assembly, testing, and troubleshooting, uh, and it was all on TIG equipment, though. So that's when my interest really started peaking in the welding uh, field was when I got into the TIG welding process. And from there, of course, I went to uh, the tech school, to get more educated and a lot of hands-on time. And, and basically, uh, you know, you just start loving what you do. And, and, you know, with the TIG process, of course, you don't get burned and, <laughs> you know, there's no sparks. And, you know, it was just kind of a nice, nice uh, process to, to be involved with. If there's a lot of sparks and spatter, you're doing it wrong. Yes. <laughs> just in <laughs> case you weren't aware of that out there. So... Mark, you you started on the job getting trained. Uh, what was your career path with A and B after after you initially got hired? What take us through that? Sure. So I was first hired as a production associate, where I was being taught to um, TIG weld and run some of the equipment, such as the brake press, uh, seam welders, uh, the rolls, that type of equipment, and I would weld on small pieces of equipment in the components area. I had great mentors that taught me how to do everything, and I didn't have any formal education on TIG welding prior to that or any other type of welding. So I picked it up fairly easily, and then 
I got moved into a welding position, and I did that for several years, and then I became a uh, fabricator and a supervisor. And then from there, I moved up. Okay. So for those out there that aren't familiar with A&B process systems, give us a little bit of what, what are they building? What, what are they welding on? Okay. So we weld only on stainless steel, and it's for custom process uh, equipment for the food, pharmaceutical, and beverage dairy industries. So high purity, high precision, high cleanliness. Correct. Fantastic. Um, So I like to ask this question of everybody that I talk to because welding has brought so much into my life. Joy, pain, burns, long days, good pay, uh, stress. So what has welding brought into your life, Mark? Um, Uh, It's brought a lot of opportunities. Uh, Within the the career path, I've been able to – make good money, benefits. It also has opened up doors to other opportunities, such as um, I go down to El Salvador for mission projects. We've been doing it for, I've been doing it for nine years now. And I take my Miller 150 TIG welder and I weld on stainless steel in the kitchen and some in the mechanic shop. It's fantastic. Caddy, what about you? You know, you've had a, a long career with, with Miller, but in welding. Well, <clears throat> Uh, going going back to when I uh, started getting into the weld engineering role, uh, that's when things really, really changed uh, about 20 years ago. And I was in product development. And, you know, now you can be more creative. Uh, you can bring more to the table of how our equipment operates, uh, understanding the pain points of the end user and and what it what they need to make their lives easier, uh, that was very rewarding to me. Uh, on top of that, and outside of Miller, you know, I, I did work for uh, antique restoration for a, a fellow that I knew in the Appleton area, and that was very rewarding also because now I'm working with a lot of different materials, you know, like uh, silicon bronzes and uh, uh, things like that that. Uh, you know that was that was very enjoyable to do that uh, at a leisurely pace, right? Well, I think there's a there's almost a stigma of of welders and welding out there for a lot of people that aren't familiar with it. They haven't been around it. It's it's a dirty, rough job that that you know guys that can't make it in school or guys that couldn't cut it do. And and I don't believe that for a second. I think welding gives great opportunities for growth in a career and great opportunities to do many different things, mission service, or, you know, just something that's fulfilling like antique restoration to add value to your communities and, and everything that you're doing, as well as really build the infrastructure that, that supports our country and our world. I think it's just a very rewarding thing. Get current with the new Miller Synchrowave 300 TIG welding power sources. Simple to set up, easy to use and energy efficient. These smaller and lighter machines are ready to help you get more done and improve your bottom line. Learn more at MillerWelds.com slash SynchroWave. Mark, I know that you work for A&B Process Systems, but I also know that you've been acquired by JBT. Give us a history of A&B. We know that they build uh, sanitary, food-grade, pharmaceutical equipment, but give us their history. How many guys you got working there? What What's a typical career there look like? Sure. So A&B was started by two brothers, A.J. and Bill Higgeman, 
back in 1973. They were local brothers to Stratford. They grew up on a farm. And so they started as the two original employees, and through the years they grew it to about uh, 450 employees. Um, back in 2015, we were acquired by John Bean Technology because AJ and Bill had done a wonderful job of growing their company, and they wanted to retire. And so we've done different jobs with JBT, and it was a mutual understanding that, you know, we would be doing the same type of work and they would use our products in their line. And so in 2015, we were acquired and we've been innovating different um, systems that go into the food production, um, freezers, fryers, different things like that, that we help participate in. But we mainly build uh, tanks and skids for the food, dairy, pharmaceutical uh, systems. What are some of the biggest challenges that, that you guys run into day in and day out? Uh, again, food and beverage is, is a fairly important, if not critical, uh, path of cleanliness, right? You've got to be, you can't have spaces or cracks or, or divots where pathogens or, or anything can hang out and get people sick. How do you guys do that? How do you ensure that the products that you're going out are, are safe, welded to quality? And what are those challenges like? So we start off with a, a four-week training program. Whenever anybody starts for us, they go through the uh, training program where they are taught safety, TIG, and uh, machine operation. The trainer that I have has been with AMB for 28 years. He's a fantastic trainer. That's where his heart's at and his passion, and he does a great job training up our new welders. From there, most of the stuff is on-the-job training. And we also have a top-notch quality department that assures that whenever something is welded, it's welded to code and that it's sanitary before anything goes out. Caddy, what experiences have you had in industry um, along with A and B or uh, others uh, around high purity, high cleanliness? Looking at companies like A and B, uh, I've been in uh, several locations across the country that do the same type of work. Uh, and one of the things that always uh, impresses me is their um, attention to the quality of the weld that they're doing and making sure that if it's sanitary, it is clean. And, and uh, you know, th they're all the ones that I deal with are, are very astute to that, uh, to that process. Um, they differ some. Some are larger. Some are smaller. Um, a and B happens to be one of the uh, largest ones that that we look at, and uh, and and work with, um, you know, because we in TIG welding, you know, we deal with a lot of different customers. I mean, there's TIG welding in 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 every facet of what is built today, uh, whether it be aerospace or uh, pipe welding. Uh, so you you see a a large gamut of differences uh, between what people do. And one thing that comes to mind is most of the people that are involved in the TIG welding side is that they're all um, very concerned about the quality of the work that they're doing because uh, it's a slow process and it just takes time. So, uh, you know, that's typically what I see. Okay. So what advice would you guys have for any of our listeners or our listeners' friends who are thinking about or trying to become involved 
in the TIG welding specifically, in TIG welding market space? What, where do they start? How do they get going? What do they need? I would recommend that they go to their local uh, technical college if they want to pursue TIG welding. Uh, there's a lot of great programs out there. They can do it rather quickly and inexpensively. Um, I work with numerous technical colleges in Wisconsin and around the, the country. And you can pick up this skill in a fairly short period of time, probably six months or less, and be able to do a, a very good job for pretty much any company that's out there. And you could be very proficient and be able to move up very quickly, and you would almost be guaranteed a job. I have to agree with Mark uh, because the education part is a very important piece of this and learning the skill correctly. Uh, there's a lot of um, education pieces available online today, but when you sit down with an instructor and you can get the real ins and outs of what needs to be done, uh, that is that is really important to do that part of it, yes. I agree. I I get I get the privilege of traveling all over the country and talking with different welders um, about what they do, how to make their processes better, how to make their jobs better, easier, and it's it's really interesting when you talk to a TIG welder. You know their their highest priority is really if I don't do this well, and I think welders in general, not just TIG welders, but if I don't do this well, people get hurt, people get sick, people die, and I think that. You know, that's an awesome responsibility to know that, hey, if I don't do this right, I could be affecting other people's lives ad adversely. Or if I do do this well and I do it right, we have generations of whether it be food processing or pipeline or, or power processing, just whatever it is of added value to our country and to our economy. I think that's a really cool job. Is there any closing thoughts that you guys have for our listeners? The sooner somebody can get involved in welding, such as in high school, the better it's going to be because by the time they're graduating from high school, they should have a um, career path that they want to go to. And it helps the sooner you can decide that. And if they can focus on a, on a process, it really drives them as to what they want to do in the industry. Uh, you know, you, you can, you can have all the processes down, but if you can focus on one in particular, that really will direct you in, in, in your career path. I was, I was speaking with a gentleman last night and he, he asked me, is there such thing as a master welder? And, and Mark, you got a grin on your face. And, and my response was yes and no. Yes, there's a master welder. But I don't know anybody that's mastered every process perfectly. I would agree. I, <laughs> so, I agree wholeheartedly. So I, I agree with you guys. You really need to take a, a dive in, understand all the processes, decide what it is that you think you want to do, what you want to be part of, and try it. If you find out that that's not for you, try something else. It's not, it's not the end of the world, not the end of your career to, to make changes. It's an okay thing to do. Right. Yes, I agree. Well, Mark and Caddy, thank you for joining us. Thank you all for listening. Join us next time as we talk about A and B process systems and some of the recent jobs or some of the notable jobs that they've been part of recently.